Welcome back to Talking Preacher. I am your host, Dustin. And I'm your host, Mitchell. And we're discussing Preacher Season 3, Episode 5, the mid-season uh, episode. Yep, we're five seasons in. We're five th- seasons? Wow. Well, yeah. That's optimistic. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> uh, we're five episodes in. Uh, this one titled The Coffin. We kind of get to see everything play out in the coffin because it's Jesse. Oh, I, I get it, yeah. Uh, it was a pretty good episode. I really, really enjoyed this one. There was a lot of throwbacks to the comic. But, you know, we pretty much we pick up. Uh, it's the night after Cassidy escapes in his skin suit. And basically, she goes down to try to maybe kill Grandma. She's got a gun. And she goes back upstairs. And that's when her and Jesse kind of talk. And then, of course, during that, we've got Jody and and TC who find out, shit, Cassidy's gone, and they find Cassidy's skin suit. Yeah, this this whole episode, you know, it's kind of got Tulip and uh, Jesse coming together, working together for a little bit, and um, it it doesn't really go very well for them, obviously, and um, I'm I'm glad that they they tackled that, that... story that subplot of why don't they just kill her you know uh, yeah. why, why don't they just be done with her and and they'll be free to go but you know i i think the whole binding her life to tulips was probably the the most logical explanation for keeping them there um, i'm glad they just threw that out there real quick and uh yeah we get to move on now and and hopefully they figure out some other kind of solution for these characters yeah, I mean, overall, there was there was some good story plot and some good moving forward with this episode. I think part of the problems, some of the issues I had were the editing. There was a lot of things that were kind of like, what the hell? Like, when she escapes and somehow has Jody in a chain and outsmarted him, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that, that definitely seemed like something that should have happened on camera. I, I yeah. almost thought that I skipped a scene or something. Like, yeah, like you same said. here. And yeah, um, that that absolutely should have been on camera, but I, I can see how they you know had to kind of speed things up to get to the end of the episode. Maybe to save time, they shouldn't have had such a elaborate opening fight scene. As cool as the opening fight scene was... Always fun to see, you know, both Jesse and Tulip get in on a good whoop down. Uh, I, I didn't think that um, TC should have been quite as strong as he probably was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like the elaborate bathroom uh, accessory warfare they had going on. That was pretty funny. I thought it was a cool little scene. Oh, it, it, great, it, great gross out scene. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. The, 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 the toilet bowl cleaner that's hanging on i remember just sitting there like because i just can't stand the thought of that this almost reminded me of our uh (laughs) other favorite show ash versus evil dead oh yeah and it's and it's gross out um i love you know the kind of like uh uh macgyver-esque tc building a a quick little flamethrower and then you expect (laughs) to see tulip do something cool and she just grabs kind of two random objects and goes for you know the kick (laughs) instead more of a distraction. Yeah. That was a pretty good song they had playing over it as well, which this season's been pretty good with the music choices. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I have not had a problem with that. I, I really enjoyed getting to see Star again, 
and his whole subplot now of just trying to appease the uh, the you know the boss basically. Oh yeah, I'm and, so glad. <laughs> yeah, we, and, we we got introduced to Allfather, which we'll I'll talk more about his character here in a second. Oh sweet. Well, yeah. Let me just give you my first impressions. Uh, basically, I think this is the best character on television. <laughs> it's just such a just a fitting depiction of yeah what <laughs> of everything that represents okay need i say yeah. need i say more um it, it's brilliant that that is uh, that's the pinnacle of their uh, hierarchy there and oh, yeah. uh as well as more humperdu you know being <laughs> being his beautiful self so basically all father in the comic is exactly like this now i'm not sure if they're going to go to the extent that because basically this dude just eats and eats and eats and purges and purges and eats and like vomits like constantly in the comic. Like he even <laughs> has this little cane that he carries around that he uses to uh, make himself throw up. And I mean, oh, God. and, and star is asking about his stomach staples and that's the stomach staples are to hold together his stomach because he just keeps eating all this food and gorging himself. Yeah, I, yeah. So like, yeah, all that shit that's on his chest is like actually vomit because he just doesn't clean himself up. So he's everything, you know what the Pope is supposed to be. He's just the complete fucking opposite. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, he's just a, a living embodiment of gluttony and greed, and it's very fitting. And it, it's awesome to see, you know, Star. We got to see his his background a little bit. You know how he joined the company and kind of worked his way or assassinated assassinated his way up the the ladder <laughs> of command. Yeah. You know, and it's funny to see somebody like that. Uh-huh. Even still having to, you know, bend the knee to this ridiculous uh, uh, top echelon of, of the hierarchy, you know. He's got, yeah. on one hand, the inbred uh, descendant of the savior. Um, and then, yeah, this this repugnant, gluttonous fat man. And he has to answer to these damn people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, now I nasty. now I see why Jesse Custer is looking like such a, a tempting oh, option. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it makes you wonder just how the fuck they've gotten this far. That's, that's the leadership. And they probably have gotten as far as they've come because of Star and the way he's run things on the ground. But the All-Father, God, that dude... And it just gets crazier from there. Their whole storyline, which I have a feeling that's coming. They're probably saving that for season four. They're kind of touching base on this. Because I'm sure they're talking about speeding up the the apocalypse. So that way they can introduce Humperdoo into the world. And he can go and suck on Queen Elizabeth's finger. Which... Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I love that scene. And, you know, it, it was a great reveal that it was just a test because I thought for a second, just a second, that maybe that was the real launch of Humperdue, <laughs> the savior. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, even his, his little tap dancing segment was uh, just great in every single yeah. way. I mean, <laughs> There's one thing he can do well. And it's fucking tap dance. <laughs> well, yeah. Was that the same as in the comics or is that just kind of a... Yeah, no, I believe he could dance in the comics, if I recall correctly. Uh, If not, you know, I'm sure. Just correct me. Uh, But I'm pretty sure in the comics he was able to tap dance. 
Yeah, uh, you know, so a lot of this episode focused on uh, uh, Tulip and her plan to try and uh, kill the old lady while Jesse's stuck in a coffin having this flashback where I'm sure you were very pleased because I knew this was a big deal from um, season one for you was Jesse's love of uh, uh, John Wayne. Yes. And, yes. and this, this was a great way to kind of put him in there. A little bit, I thought you know? so. Yeah, absolutely. Because in the comic, when he was in the coffin, that's kind of who kept him company while he was there. So I, I was very pleased with the introduction of John Wayne. The way they did it made sense. And I thought it was much better than uh, actually having this guy who did the John Wayne impersonation, which I didn't find to be all that appealing and... And good, but still. Oh, I th- I thought it sounded exactly like I imagined it would, oh, which right I'm, I'm sure was very very uh, charactery, right? Yeah, I- I'm sure right, it sounds like right. a very exaggerated characterization of him, but it it made sense. It was very very obvious to me. Yeah, because I mean, when you think about it, it makes sense that Jesse doesn't see him as John Wayne, but as his characters from movies like High Noon and shit like that. So. It made sense that that's what we got. So Jesse's going through some crazy shit, you know, and he's got uh, kind of a Tarantino-esque burial scene to escape from. Um, And I I thought his whole, like, MacGyvering uh, uh, an explosive solution was pretty cool. It actually made him look like, you know, an intelligent badass, which is what he should have been from the start of the series. Yeah. Um, And so that, that definitely helped his characterization out a little bit. Now... Um, this, this chick that Cassidy ends up going on the date with, <laughs> which is great. This is a great scene. Uh, great way to turn it around in the end, especially. Um, cause you know, as soon as she reveals herself to be like playing vampire, um, Cassidy kind of loses his shit and realizes it's ridiculous. And that's when he goes and gets all of his tranks and stuff and <laughs> drinks himself crazy and stupid. Um, yeah, and, and then yeah. the whole kidnapping by the the Grail was was great. Um, yeah, I absolutely loved that scene. It was just hilarious and right up there, and exactly what I figure would happen. And and you know, I'll, I'll give it to Joe Gilgun. He did a pretty impressive job of acting up the whole idea of oh I'm fucked up and I'm about to fall over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that too. Yeah. Um, and, and just the whole watching the scene through the, the lens of the shitty, you know, like DVR camera was, was a really cool way to do the scene. Um, yeah. But you know, uh, another bulk of this episode I felt like was a lot of just tulip and, the cast kind of sitting around in the house yeah. while Jess, Jesse's underwater, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, and then there's this weird fucking subplot about TC and the old lady and how they like to like role play. And, um, I don't know if that was a comic book thing, but it just felt really fucking like forced and weird here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, I, I didn't think he saw her, <laughs> In any sort of sexual way. like Yeah, and what I will say is that TC seemed a little odd to me. Like, if you even watch in the scene where, where basically Grandma's like, don't you, you owe me your life and all this other shit, and Tulip's just basically like, fuck you. It's, you can see TC's worried about hurting Tulip. In fact, his whole idea 
is, and I think it's mainly because he knows that Jesse loves Tulip. And so it's like, ooh, you know, we can't really do anything too terrible to her because then that'll just fuck us all up. And you know, she's basically like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to eat yeah. a soul. And you know what? What um, leads me to believe that TC is like way more intelligent um, than his comic book counterpart is that, you know, this TC is actually putting some forethought into like, well, we got to keep this girl alive. Otherwise, Jesse's not going to do what we want. Like, that's pretty smart. Um, whereas, you know, hillbilly comic book version uh, TC, where apparently he said he's like fucking all the animals and he fucks like inanimate objects and stuff. <laughs> he seems like yeah. an inbred dumbass. Somebody who, who probably would... Uh, act out these weird scenes with, you know, the lady who I'm not even sure. Are they related in any way? No, no, no. I don't think so. There's no blood relation between TC Jody or her. Nope. 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 They're just two randos that work for her. I think so. But I mean, they really have never been where I think they might've went wrong here is that I'm sure the comic book didn't elaborate on any of these details and probably didn't need to, because when you read the story, it all just made sense. You know, you, it, yeah. you went through the story and whatever. You didn't need to ask these unnecessary questions. In yeah. a in a in a recorded, you know, live action drama like this, these these kind of details do matter. Unfortunately, yeah. at least to nitpicky dorks like me. Um, yeah. Where where you're just kind of wondering, like, what the hell is their relationship supposed to be? Um, <laughs> I mean. That's that's just the weird fucking shit with Preacher is in Preacher. I mean, in the comic, I wouldn't be surprised if Jody and TC and all them are, were somehow related because they really play onto it. In fact, in the coffin, there's one named Billy Bob that's up there that that's scratched into the lid. And basically, that's Jesse's best friend from when he was a kid. And his whole family was a family of inbred people. Like, he had one Cyclops eye. And oh, yeah. I think yeah, he was recall. due to marry his sister. I yeah, do he, recall you saying that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, Jesse, I got to marry my sister in a week. <laughs> it's, like, about to happen. But he ends up killed because he walks in on TC fucking a chicken. <laughs> okay yeah so we're, we're probably not gonna get that unless they nope. give that to us in a flashback man i i mean that's what i was really hoping for i, I, I thought Th- this there's still time that up <laughs> there's yeah there's still, still time. time uh they got at least what do you think like two three more episodes in angelville i mean now that they're really at a point where um they need to start making some progress with the um star and his whole subplot that needs to merge with Jesse and Tulip's subplot finally. And it yeah. seems like that's what they're going to spend the next two, three episodes doing is, is mushing those characters together for a little while. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Uh, well, that's what I'm, that's what I wanted really. Um, yeah. I, and, and my theory is that they're going to spend, yeah, like I said, the next four or three episodes focusing on uh, getting star and the grail, back with Jesse's gang. And then um, in the last like two episodes of the season, maybe we'll get a little bit of Hitler and Eugene. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, actually that that's coming episode seven uh, because that, that episode's actually titled Hitler. Oh um, God. Thank God. Thank you. Yeah. The show. Uh, well, next who, episode. Only I think seldomly. It's going to deal a lot with uh, the Le Enfants du Song, which is the vampire group that, 
comes and kidnaps Cassidy. From oh, right play. on, right on. <laughs> yeah, and I, I absolutely want to know more about them. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. They're pretty cool in the comic. It's kind of like a subplot that that Cassidy's kind of away from the group, kind of like he is here, and he meets up with, you know, these vampires. And it's, it's a pretty cool story. I'm glad that it's actually, when I heard that they had cast uh, the lead, uh, the leader of the, 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 I'll just call it a club from here on out. When I found out the cast, I was like, oh, shit, that's awesome. That's great. That's, and that's yeah. the guy that appears before him at the end? Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the foppish the looking. Yeah. The foppish dandy. Exactly. So he's pretty cool. It, it's a pretty cool little subplot for Cassidy. And it, it's really, I think it'll be a, a nice little treat for viewers. And gives him something to do while Jesse and Tulip are handling their shit. And, you know, in the trailer that we got, I guess this is a good time, there was a trailer dropped at Comic-Con. This, oh, yeah, absolutely. Summer. Yeah. Great and trailer, in fact. Ab- made, me, yeah. made me really hyped for the rest of this season. Absolutely. I really like the fight scene that they showed with Jesse and those dudes with the grail. So, I mean, obviously they are going to be leaving the uh, uh, Angelville here within the next few episodes. But yeah, we got some good stuff with him actually hanging out with these vampires and and basically kind of shows you, especially when they have the one dude, I can't think of his name right now, but he's tied up and they're like, you know, we need to do, we, we've got to torture him. And then the one dude's like, oh, bees. And, and Cassie's like, did, did you say bees? He's like, yeah, like the wicker man. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Uh, the dude sitting in the chair at the end, uh, uh he he looks like James Franco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it, it was cool to have uh uh more new characters introduced, uh, a little bit more god time. Just a little yeah. bit. More. He just kind of shows yeah. up to tell Tulip she's screwing up. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's obviously trying to manipulate Tulip. Um mm-hmm. my guess is it's in the end it's going to be to be some kind of counter to Jesse and his power that, yeah. that God fears. Um, I'm, I'm assuming he'll want her to kill him or something in the end. And you know, that just seems the logical choice, but who knows? I think it's a matter of trying to just detour Jesse away from finding him at all. Like give up this silly quest, just go live your life and pass or fail. That's what I think you know, he's saying that he's like, "Oh, here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna deep dive here again." So I'll give you just <laughs> this will be real quick. But he's basically saying, "You're dead, so obviously you're fucking up, and you're gonna not live a very long life, and you're gonna fail. And right now, you're definitely fucking failing." Yeah, well, that's putting it bluntly. <laughs> yeah, it's putting it bluntly. But in all actuality, it's a matter of just trying to push Jesse away from from this sort of life and the idea that he even needs to find God. Sure. And I, you know, that's been the premise of the show, you know, since almost the very beginning. Um, and, and they've sort of flirted with the idea. It's very broad. Um, yeah. It's a great way to describe the show to somebody who asks, Oh, what's preacher. Um, <laughs> but you know, yeah. not a whole lot of, of finding God tends to happen on these shows. And, and that's what, you know, Probably likely won't happen until the final episode of the final season, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just hoping this thing has a 
very satisfying conclusion. It, it, I mean, the comic does, man. I promise you, the comic has a great fucking ending. It's it is top notch. I really love how the comic ended. It. I mean, it ends very much in fashion with the world that it's portraying. It, you know, I think it does something that no other story of its kind would be willing to do. Okay, well the then then it'll shatter my expectations if at the end of whatever cataclysmic event happens, if things don't just go back to normal and and life carries on as normal and the the heroes are the only ones who know we save the day, guys. <laughs> now everyone can go about living their peaceful lives and and <laughs> I I'm hoping it's not one of those. No, it's it's not really and that's not what the story is really about. There's nothing to save. It's just a matter of these people making God own up for just fucking walking away and saying fuck humanity. And I think it's kind of goes to show you that with the way humanity is and how it's been and you kind of see it in the town that Jesse was a preacher in, just how fucked up they were. I mean, that dude was taking a picture of his mom smothering his sister. That's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, no. Okay. Then I've got a then I've got a new prediction. Um, if I know this show or this this premise, I guess of making God pay, um, then it'll end with Jesse giving God a command. And it's going to be something really unpleasant, like spend eternity <laughs> shoving, you know, a galaxy up your ass or, or something. Oh, holy know? shit. That would be fucking awesome. That's <laughs> that, amazing. That's that's just what I imagine <laughs> Jesse could do. Ah, there's so much more. And, and, you know, and that's why I just hope we get there, because I think if they keep doing and heading down the direction they are, which... I mean, this season has been top-notch. Like I said, season one, season two held my attention. This one, I'm excited for next Sunday. I really can't wait to get to the next episode to see what happens next. I okay, wish I you could got, binge you got this. The, you got the episode title on hand? What's the next one? Did you say it is the... the yeah, French, it's the... Frenchie? Uh, oh, I'm going to have to try to say this again. Uh, Le <laughs> Enfants du Song, whatever. Uh, but yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's titled after the Vampire Club. So we'll get a lot of that in the next episode, which that was a lot of what was shown in the trailer was that and some of the stuff with the Grail, not a whole lot. Uh, the big reveal, though, was that Grandma has a straight line to the devil. Yeah, what the hell, man? That's such a spoiler, I guess, for anybody who watches the show, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why, why, why show that, of all things? Yeah. Um, and, and I'm and, not I've never been too big on spoilers. I mean, I can handle a spoiler. I don't mind knowing shit ahead of time. But yeah, oh, me I mean, too. I, Absolutely I, me there too. There was there was definitely some people out there who probably watched that and were like, What the fuck? I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, is I think they wanted to appeal obviously to those who don't watch the show, which I think is by far the, the larger audience there. Yeah. And uh and draw them in and what better way than to show, you know, this creepy looking old lady character uh yeah, sitting down at a table with fucking the the literal interpretation of, of the devil. Yeah. Um, it was yeah, it definitely makes me look 
forward to seeing the rest of the season play out though i I just hope they they add that part in sooner rather than later i I don't want that to be like a season finale kind of moment where it's it's revealed i i don't think comic-con would have spoiled the season in that way but no i don't think so either i don't think we saw anything from the final episode whatsoever probably probably um but i think what we've got is something good to look forward to. Yeah, and you know, last last week's episode didn't necessarily instill in me like uh, a real strong uh, <laughs> uh, urge to watch the show. Uh, yeah. But this week's definitely did. I, I felt it a lot more. Maybe it was just because I, I watched it at work as opposed to at home. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I was really into it, man. Even the parts I thought were a little bit more boring were where Tulip was just kind of being held captive and like talking to Jody and, and crap. Like, Oh yeah. They, that they was... for sure could have uh, uh, rearranged some things, some elements of this episode, I think to, to make it a little bit more tidy and still have fit within the same like story parameters. But, but yeah. overall, man, really solid episode. And I'm looking forward to more. Yeah. I mean, the editing kind of sucked for me. I really, I kind of wish that they would have just ended it with them all starting to fight each other there at the end. I do like that they did show us uh, where Cassidy ended up, but I think you could have started the next episode with that. But I mean, overall, like you said, it was a lot of fun. I'm really excited about next week's episode and the rest of this season, uh, to be frank, because the rest of it just looks awesome. And that trailer really got me hyped on this. Hell yeah, man. And uh, we'll definitely keep everybody updated on our Facebook and on our website. Yep, TalkingPreacher.com. And our Facebook is Facebook.com forward slash TalkingPreacher. Go there, give us a like, give us a comment, let us know what you're thinking about this season, and yeah. Come back for more, folks. We'll see you next time.